I've been spending quite a bit of time here recently talking about what's happening in the Middle East and what's happening uh, to the persecuted church around the world. But right here at home, we are absolutely seeing the signs that the persecution of Christians could be right around the corner. I'm going to be talking a little bit about the headlines today and remind you that the Bible says we shouldn't be surprised when God's people encounter trouble to remember that God is always present. And we're going to talk a little bit about this today. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Well, so welcome to Off the Bench with Heidi St. John. I'm glad you guys have joined me. Hey, thank you for leaving reviews for the show over at iTunes and by uh, your participation there. Not just going in and giving it, you know, the the five-star reviews, although we're really grateful for that, but taking a moment of your time and leaving actual reviews for the show is really helpful. So thank you guys so much for doing that. And I hope if you're thinking about getting a great Christmas gift for that mom in your life that you consider my brand new book, MomStrong 365, which is available in bookstores across the United States right now and also obviously on Amazon and at my website, HeidiStJohn.com. I was watching the news the other day and reading some headlines about the new Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson. Many of you know that Mike Johnson is a friend of a friend of mine who is Mike Ferris. Uh, Mike and I did a segment for a local radio station, KPDQ, here in the Portland metropolitan area uh, just a couple of days ago. And Mike was telling me that his relationship with Mike Johnson spans decades. He said, this guy is a committed Christian. He loves the Lord. He's been faithful to uh, his wife, faithful to the country. He is clear-headed. He is level-headed. He treats people with respect. He's exactly the kind of person that we want to have uh, as the Speaker of the House. And yet we're watching he is being mocked, which we, you know, we expect that in politics in the United States. I frankly think that Donald Trump took it to a whole new level of ridiculous with the name calling and the nicknames and all the things that he has so famously done uh, throughout his very short career in American politics. But what I'm noticing is a shift, not just in the tone that we are taking politically in this nation, but at the targeting of the faith of Christians as a general rule. And that's exactly what is happening to Mike Johnson, the new Speaker of the House, The Bible warns us that we should expect persecution as Christians. Paul, in talking to young Timothy in 2 Timothy 3, said, Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Romans 12, 14, Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. This nation was founded on the principles that are laid out in the Word of God. The the Christian faith is a faith of love and of wanting to share our, our the hope that we have inside of us, right? The Bible says, hey, be ready to give an answer for what? For the hope that lies within you. The religion of Islam, on the other hand, and what we're seeing happening around the world right now, I just saw that the name Muhammad is now going to be the name of almost, uh, it, it, it's, it has exceeded the most popular, if you want to use that term, name given to little baby boys that are being born right now, uh, Islamism, really uh, advancing rapidly around the world. What does the Islamic Caliphate want? They want to force everyone into the religion of Islam. And if not, then uh, then you are 
they don't care about you. They'd be happy just to kill you, either convert or die. That's the message of radical Islamism, and that's what we're seeing in Jew uh, against the Jews right now. That's what we're seeing in Israel. They don't. They're not interested in the land. They're interested in the extermination of the Jews. This is not a religion of love. This is not a religion of peace. It's a religion of hate and a religion of war. And we see this now playing out in the Middle East in real time. And yet here in the United States, the new Speaker of the House is being mocked because he came out boldly and said, if you want to know what my worldview is, read your Bible. I get my, uh, my, I see the world through the lens of Scripture. And as I was reading what's been happening to the new Speaker of the House, right here at home, I mean, on Fox News, they're mocking him. Uh, the Daily Beast called him a Christo-fascist and compared him to the Taliban. Uh, HBO host Bill Maher compared him to the main mass shooter who heard voices. Remember, I was talking about him on the show the other day, this, this guy who murdered people in Maine, obviously mental illness. I think he was possessed by demons. I think he heard probably demonic voices. He said that those voices were telling him to kill people. And Bill Maher thought he would compare... Uh, the Speaker of the House to it. During Friday's show just last week, Bill Maher repeatedly railed against Johnson's devout Christian faith as a red flag, and then he went even further by suggesting that Mike Johnson is mentally ill. Now, he's not suggesting he's mentally ill because he makes bad policy or because he's been a bad leader. Pay attention, you guys. He's suggesting that he is mentally ill because Mike says that he believes in Jesus Christ, and he takes his worldview from the Bible. This is what he said. This is what Bill Maher said. When you're this much of a religious fanatic, there is no room for real democracy. That's not what you believe in. He said it today. Look in the Bible, said Mike Johnson. That's my worldview, Maher repeated during a panel discussion. And I was reading about this horrible shooting in Maine, and you know, we don't know much about the guy yet, but apparently he heard voices, and I thought, is he that different from Mike Johnson? So he just compared the, the Speaker of the House to the mass shooter in Maine because Mike says he listens for the voice of the Holy Spirit in his life, which, by the way, as men and women who follow Jesus, that is what we are supposed to be doing. Father, show me what you want me to do today. How can I love my children better? How can I, uh, how can I bring my kids up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord? How can I be a light in my community? God, what do you want me to do today? The nation was founded on the belief in Judeo-Christian values. Many of the founders of this nation were Christian, and we're watching the nation now uh, turning on Christians. It, it, it's incredible. Jen Psaki, who I have absolutely no respect for, I could not stand her as the White House press secretary, and I don't like her even more with her new show on uh, MSNBC, but she also made fun of the new speaker, not because of his views on the economy, but because he's a Christian. Listen to this. During his first speech in his new job, Johnson suggested that his election as speaker was an act of God, Saki said. Talk about a bit of a humble brag there. Jen Saki continued and said, so what exactly has God apparently called on Mike Johnson to do? Well, his views on policy are essentially what you'd expect from a religious fundamentalist. They're more divisive than they are divine, and it's not just his political ideology that should scare us, she wrote in a post on Saturday on the MSNBC website. 
Quote, Johnson is basically a Christian fundamentalist. He believes that America is a Christian nation and that those values should be reflected in our interpretation of the Constitution. Johnson's been a member of several different churches over the years. He currently attends, in case you are wondering, Cypress Baptist Church in Benton, Louisiana, according to Christianity Today. He's also previously worked as a lawyer with the Alliance Defending Freedom Fund, ADF, which is a Christian legal group. Mike Ferris just stepped down recently as the CEO of Alliance Defending Freedom. And these guys are doing extraordinary work for freedom, not only here in the United States, but around the world. Uh, Vanity Fair just put in their magazine, this is the headline in Vanity Fair, Welcome to MAGA Mike's House. That's what they're calling the new speaker of the house, MAGA Mike. Mike Johnson until recently a Louisiana backbencher, which I would hardly call him a backbencher, isn't as cartoonishly Trumpy as Matt Gates or frothing on Fox News like Jim Jordan, but he's perhaps even more dangerous, a zealot in an unassuming suit. Uh, Mike Johnson, of course, was given the opportunity, Kaylee McEnany, interviewed him a couple of days ago. He was given the opportunity to reply to this, and this is what he said. It's disgusting. I mean, it's absurd, he said. Johnson stated Christianity is based on love and acceptance, which it is. We accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and our Savior. We're called to love people. That's what the Bible says, right? What are the two greatest commandments? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. What's the second one? It's love people. Love your neighbor as yourself. This is what Christians adhere to, and yet we're being now compared to terrorists and to mass shooters. Pay attention, you guys, because the legacy media is writing the narrative here. Mike Johnson went on to say, so to compare the worldview, my worldview, he's saying, with the Taliban who seek to destroy their enemies or with some deranged shooter who murders people is absolutely outrageous. And I think that everyone who follows and believes in a Judeo-Christian worldview should be terribly offended by that, he said. This, of course, came after he heard what the MSNBC host and the former White House press secretary, Jen Psaki, Psaki rather, and the former White House uh, uh, press secretary actually wrote about it. She mocked him. I just read that to you. You guys, this is alarming stuff. It's alarming, but it shouldn't be surprising because Jesus said that we are going to have trouble in the world. In Matthew 5.11, we read this, Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. That is exactly what this is. This is people reviling Mike Johnson falsely because of Jesus, because of his faith in Jesus Christ. In John 15, 18, Jesus reminds us that the world will hate us. It says, if the world hates you, know that it hated me before it hated you. And we can take comfort in that. I had the opportunity uh, yesterday morning to speak to some of the moms here at Firmly Planted Family. We host a program here called Seedlings. And these mamas come and they bring their little ones and we do you know crafts with them. And it's a whole wonderful homeschool co-op aimed at younger mamas to try to encourage them and get them grafted into the family of God so that as the homeschool years progress, they have that support that they need. And I was speaking to them and reminding them that more important than teaching your children math today, more important than talking about prepositions and how to properly address a letter, will be to teach your children the word of God. 
to teach your children to be able to hear the voice of the Lord in their heart and in their mind above all the other voices are going to be crying out to them in the world as they get older. And Jesus said we should be ready to face persecution. He said in Matthew 5.10, Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people hate you and when they exclude you and revile you and spurn your name as evil on the account of the Son of Man. He said in Luke 6.22. Have you ever thought that you didn't have a say in what kind of family you have? Well, strong families don't happen by accident. They happen on purpose, through prayers, quality time spent with one another, and teaching your values. I'm not here saying it's easy, but I've got something that can help. Brave Books. Brave Books believes in the power of the family unit to shape the next generation. Their family book subscription includes a book per month with family activities and lessons that teach subjects like freedom versus communism, traditional gender identity, and the importance of being truthful. Let Brave Books help you because they've got it figured out. Go to bravebooks.com right now and use the promo code Heidi for 20% off your Brave Books family subscription. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12, the Apostle Paul, speaking to the church in Corinth, which, by the way, the church in Corinth we should be able to relate to, steeped in sexual sin. These guys had access to the apostles and to Jesus himself, and yet they still struggled. As I think this is why Jesus said, you know, blessed are those who have not seen me and still believe, because even people that saw him struggled to do what was right before the Lord. But he said this, for the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weakness insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. There is an incredible strength that God says he offers to us when we go through times like this. The peace that he gives us that passes understanding. And men and women, this should remind you that the battle that we are in is not a political battle. It is seen being played out. It is manifesting absolutely in the political world. But the battle we face is not against a flesh and blood enemy, but against spiritual forces of evil, the Apostle Paul said in Ephesians, in heavenly places. This is a spiritual battle. As sure as I'm sitting here in front of this camera right now recording a show for you, the enemy of your soul hates you. And he doesn't want to see you have victory in your life. And he wants to see us cower in fear. And we know because the Bible teaches us that fear is not from the Lord, that God didn't give us a spirit of fear, right? But of power, love, and a sound mind. Well, what does that look like when you're Mike Johnson and you have been elected to arguably the second most important position in the United States government? Well, it looks like exactly what he's doing. He's continuing to speak the truth, and he's speaking the truth in love. Men and women, we must speak the truth. And I believe, and I said this to the mamas that I was speaking to yesterday here at Firmly Planted Family, I think that we're in for a bumpy ride. All the signs are there. The hatred of Jews on our campuses should be very, very alarming to us. The rise of anti-Israel rhetoric, the fact that there are so many people now openly saying that they think Hamas was justified for the brutal attack on civilians that happened on the southern border of Israel just a few short weeks ago. 
this is letting us know that we are in a spiritual battle. First Peter 5, 8 says, be sober minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Now, we've talked about this verse many times here at the Heidi St. John podcast, but what I want you to see today is that Peter is saying that the adversary prowls around like a roaring lion. He is not a roaring lion. Men and women, if you know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, you serve the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the Lion of Judah. The Bible says that one day every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. You serve the risen Savior. You serve the one who changes hearts and lives and helps minds be renewed and taken back from the enemy. If you know Jesus, you are called to be an ambassador. Paul said, I am therefore an ambassador of Jesus Christ. We want to be able to tell our children, follow, follow me as I follow Christ. Does your life reflect that? Because if we shy away from these things in fear, if we start acting afraid, if we start forgetting who we are in Christ, that he is ultimately going to be the victor in all of this, and our lives are just a blip on the radar of eternity. We're called to walk rightly with the Lord. Psalm 23, which you're all familiar says, with, says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod, which is for discipline, right, and your staff, they comfort me. They comfort me. Take a moment today, men and women, and come before the Lord and, and just maybe we should all just do a heart check. Because you've heard me say now for years at this show and, uh, and you know, as long as the Lord gives me breath and I'm going to come back today for happy hour and uh, give you some more encouragement, a little more shot in the arm if you needed it. But we need to do a little heart check. And ask the Lord to steady our hearts for whatever is ahead. Because we have the privilege of being named sons and daughters of the living God. Men and women who wear his name. I often think of the story of Corey Ten Boom in the middle of the Nazi Holocaust. Another, yet another attempt to annihilate the Jews. And of course, you know the story, Not uh, the, Ken, the Ten Boom family rather was incarcerated and ultimately many of them died in prison, not because they were Jews, but because they were helping the Jews. And Corey Ten Boom came out of the, this incredible time of persecution with an amazing testimony for the Lord. And as things in our world spin farther and farther uh, out of control and in many ways uh, just away from the, the, the truth of the, what God says is right and wrong. I mean, this is why we're struggling with questions like, you know, what is a woman? <laughs> you know, this is obvious that uh, it's, it's an obvious reflection of the weight of sin that our world is groaning under right now. And yet through it all, the Bible says that we can be secure, that we don't need to be afraid because we know that one of these days we're going to stand before the Lord and one of these days he will make all things right. I've been taking uh, women through the book of Revelation. In Revelation chapter 2, the opening uh, of the book, we read this, Do not fear what you are about to suffer. Behold, the devil is going to throw some of you into prison that you might be tested. 
and for 10 days you'll have tribulation. Be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. This was written to the church in Smyrna, one of the seven churches that Jesus sent a letter to through the Apostle John in the book of Revelation. And this was a church that was persecuted for its belief in Jesus. And I believe that we are seeing, we absolutely are seeing, a shift in this nation away from the principles of our nation that frankly have, have made us, uh, one, you know, the superpower on the face of the earth. You guys, this was a blessing of God. The minute we start thinking, oh, it was all about us and, you know, it was, it was us and it's me, 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 and I walked on the moon and look how amazing I am. And the Lord's like, no, that was me. You misunderstand. And so now we've decided as a nation, not all of us, obviously, but a lot of, of men and women in this nation have turned their back on God and now openly mock Christians. That's exactly what the former uh, White House press secretary was doing uh, on her show on MSNBC the other day. That's exactly what Bill Maher is doing. And I, I sometimes, you know, have quoted Bill Maher on this show. There are a lot of things I think he's, he's very uh, bright about, and he talks not as a as a uh, always as just a brainwashed leftist at least he understands you know that men cannot become women but at the end of the day he hates god and he hates the people of god who ascend to positions of authority and that is why he felt comfortable comparing the new speaker of our of the house of uh, representatives to a mass murderer because of not because of what mike johnson has done but because of who of my who mike johnson serves and we need to take a lesson from this. At the end of the day, men and women, we will stand before the Lord and give an account for how we lived our lives. Were we able to run our race, not grow weary in well-doing, remember that we're just here for a little while, and on the other side of the thin veil that separates us from eternity, heaven is waiting. The Lord, is, the Lord of heaven's armies is waiting, and he loves you. For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. That's John 3.16 for those of you who are like, I think I know that verse. We can be encouraged today because of what God is doing. Speaking of being encouraged by what God is doing, I want to encourage you. Uh, you can uh, support me and what God's doing in my life and in the life of my family by purchasing my newest book, MomStrong 365, Everyday Encouragement for Everyday Moms. It's, these are uh, 365 daily devotionals where I take a little portion of scripture and just write a little blurb about it and try to encourage moms. Women, we are raising children right now. And men, this is important. Encourage your wife. There's a reason why this country has been trying to separate mothers from their children and force women back into the workplace with crippling taxes and record inflation. Women are the gatekeepers of the hearts of their children at home. Mothers are. And this is a great opportunity for you to encourage the mom in your life. I've written a series of books for Tyndale, not the least of which was the flagship book called Becoming Mom Strong, How to Fight with All That's in You for Your Family and Your Faith, and Prayers for the Battlefield, which is uh, basically a handbook for war. So if you've never picked up any of the books I have written, uh, check it out. You can find them anywhere that books are sold. I also want to invite you to join me at my women's Bible study. We're going through the book of Revelation. What a time, men and women, to be alive. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. If you want to join me in uh, as I take women through the Bible, you can do that by going to faiththatspeaks.com. 
and you can sign up there. If you've got any questions, you can also reach out to us uh, through email, but the best way to do it is to go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash Mailbox Monday. We'd love to hear from you. Speaking of Mailbox Monday, I will be coming back on Monday and I will be answering listener questions. If you'd like your question answered here at the Heidi St. John podcast, simply go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash Mailbox Monday. You guys have a great weekend with your people. Don't walk in fear. Walk in faith. Ask the Lord to help you. You were born for this time in human history, and it's time for us to take a stand, get off the bench, get onto the battlefield. The Lord of Heaven's armies will never leave you or forsake you. Appreciate you guys listening. I'll see you right back here again at the intersection of faith.